you're in a leadership position, you need to have a voice. Too many leaders hesitate to speak up and that needs to change. Today I'm gonna to unpack why leaders need to have a voice and I'm gonna share a simple four-step framework you can leverage when communicating your ideas and opinions with others. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I wanna welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. You're in a leadership role for a reason, to provide thought leadership. When you don't speak up and share your thoughts, you are robbing those you work with from your most precious gift, you. Your voice is a powerful leadership tool that influences how people think and how they grow. What you say and how you say it will directly affect your team's faith in you. If you want to have a positive and meaningful impact, you must develop and leverage your leadership voice. One of my pet peeves is when leaders sit in a meeting and they don't speak up. If you're not gonna contribute, why even attend? Seriously, think about that for a second. I do a lot of leadership training, right? And I, and I tell everyone who participate, participates in my workshops that if you don't contribute to the conversation, you might as well leave. That sounds harsh, but it's the truth every leader needs to hear. I had one C-level executive in one of my workshops one time who wasn't speaking up. I had to pull him aside. And I had to tell him that he was the most senior person in the room. And if he doesn't contribute to the conversation, he would actually tarnish his brand. He was holding back, right? Which was doing a disservice to the younger folks who would benefit from his thought leadership. See, many leaders don't consider the ramifications of not speaking up. Most are afraid to share their thoughts because they worry what others will think of them. Fear is the underlying challenge, right? Fear is a way of paralyzing us. Fear is a way of, of creating anxiety. Fear is a way of holding us back. The fear of being rejected by a client, a boss, or a coworker has a strong hold over many leaders. So much so that we, that we can be afraid to openly share our thoughts out of fear that others might just not like them. <laughs> we lack the courage to speak up and raise a different point of view. It's easier to just withdraw from situations as opposed to risking what would happen if we actually did share our thoughts. I'm here to tell you a leader needs to have a voice. If you're not gonna have a voice, you shouldn't be in a leadership position. It's the cold hearted fact. I wanna share a simple four-step framework to help you communicate your ideas and opinions with others. They'll give you the confidence to share your, your voice. First is connect with context. See, too many leaders dive right into the details without taking an extra few minutes to appropriately set the stage. You will connect with the person or group you're speaking with when you frame your thought in a way that is meaningful to the person you're speaking with. How is what you're about to say relevant to the point being discussed, right? Let me give you an example. Let's say you're discussing an organizational uh, change with someone, let's just say named Joe, who raises the challenge of communicating to the team. 
you can initially respond with, hey, Joe, you bring up a great point. If we don't communicate a consistent message at the same time, we run the risk of creating unnecessary chaos, and that is something we all want to avoid. Notice what I just did here. I connected with Joe, and I framed what I'm about to, to share, which I didn't share yet, in such a way that I can, can connect with Joe, so he, he's now interested in what I'm about to say. Zoom out before you zoom in. Set the stage with a bigger picture perspective before diving into the details. Second, clarify what's critical. See, most leaders fire off endless possibilities or have this like knee-jerk reaction because they're just openly speaking their mind. A leader's role is to be the voice of clarity and help your team stay focused on the most important priorities. Outline what is most critical. You can say things like, the way I see, I see, I see three important steps we need to take. Synthesize your message, right? Outline it, order it. My team makes fun of me. <laughs> because they know I'm a power three kind of guy. I'm always saying things like, here's how I see it. The next three steps are bang, bang, bang. This keeps the conversation focused and between what I call the navigational beacons. Three, convey your ideas with conviction. If you believe in something, you gotta get passionate about it. Don't be meek or use words like, maybe this will work, or I think so. No, say I believe. By the way, this is one filter I apply to all emails. After composing an email, I always go back through it and, 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 and sort it and look through it and look for what I call the soft words. Maybe we can do X, Y, and Z, or I think this. I think is the one that always gets me a lot. And I have to change that to I believe. I believe drives conviction. Stand tall, stand behind your ideas. Convey your thought leadership with conviction. And lastly, close with confidence. It's easy for a conversation to go on and on. At some point, somebody needs to step in and cut things off and guide the team forward. Why can't you play that role? Start with the next steps. Resist the temptation to close with, what do you suggest we do next? That plays small. That tells me you're a passenger, not a driver. Instead, confidently close with, okay, here's what I heard, and as a result, I believe we agreed to do X, Y, and Z. Are we in agreement? Can you feel that difference? Close with confidence. Let me summarize this for you. Connect with context, clarify what's critical, convey your ideas with conviction, and close with confidence. Learn to trust yourself and give yourself the freedom to experiment. Recognize that this will require you to become comfortable being uncomfortable. I, will t I tell everyone I coach that the only way they're going to get better is if they practice and experiment with the tools and techniques that we discuss. I invite you to make a renewed commitment, starting today, to be more engaged and present in all meetings and video calls that you participate in. Look for opportunities to build upon the conversation at hand by sharing your thoughts, ideas, and opinions. I am confident, confident that you will discover that the power within you is greater than any fear that stands before you. If you want to elevate your leadership, I encourage you to get a copy of my latest book, Freedom to Experiment, How to Ignite a Newfound Level of Energy, Focus, Momentum in You and Your Team. The link for a free copy is in the description if you're interested. If you want to ignite a new level of energy, focus, momentum in yourself and your team, I invite you to get a copy of my latest book, Freedom to Experiment. The link is in the description if you're interested. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.